At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. We welcome you in. It is another edition of Live Bet Saturday across Las Vegas, presented by BetMGM. I'm Ben Wilson. We have you covered, though, from all around town. Jeff Parles at South Point. We've got Dave Ross joining the team today from Circa. I'm here at Mandalay Bay, uh, and as we welcome, look at this. Look at the three box today. First off, Dave, welcome <laughs> to the team, man. Are you ready to watch football and just basically blindly sweat action for the next three hours? I hope you are. When they said you're working with Ben and Jeff for the next three hours, I immediately said, where's my agent? This is awesome. <laughs> I am so excited to be with you guys for the next three hours and pick your brains across the college football spectrum. So thanks for having me, boys. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hey, Dave's agent getting a big raise. I was going to say, Dave, 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 Dave he needed to work decision. with us and demanded a raise immediately. That's uh, <laughs> just all, all, all it says about us. But, guys, this has been a, a pretty fun start to a college football day that, again, Ben, we know how this usually works. I thought on paper, I thought you had a few select games that were quite interesting. But this slate early on has really turned out to be a whole boatload of fun. And, Ben, I guess we can just start in Ann Arbor right now because the Wolverines wow. who just totally – who totally eviscerated their first three opponents. Granted, great teams of Colorado State, Hawaii, and uh, UConn. Uh, they gave Maryland to one last week and, and covered against SMU. Uh, Terrapins pesky so far today. Six and a half to go at the big house. It's 27-19. Michigan just tacked on a field goal to go up by eight. 
Right now, uh, Michigan is a seven and a half point favorite live, minus one fifty on the juice if you want to lay that seven and a half, fifty one and a half the total. And Ben, I think my big takeaway from this game so far is there's two Maryland. A real football team this year. Tongue of Iloa is solid. There's enough there on offense that they can at least be competitive against most most teams in the Big Ten. And for Michigan, they're pretty fortunate they're not playing a top dog in the conference because this would look a lot differently if they were playing a better team yeah. today. I'd say when you lay a combined 131 and a half points as a closing <laughs> favorite in your first three games, it's hard to know what to make of a team in Michigan. But give Talia Tagovailoa credit today and this Terps team. You fumble the opening kickoff, give up a touchdown to Michigan right out of the gates. But Tagovailoa has bounced back 20 of 29 today through the air, has looked really efficient as a whole. Just one interception. That's been really his only mistake so far. But guys, in general, it, it's, this game's been a reflection of just the general morning slate where you had a bunch of dogs get off to horrible starts. Maryland being mm -hmm. the primary one with mm -hmm. that uh, terrible first two-play sequence. Another underdog that uh, was really struggling early was Wake Forest. I know, Dave, you've had your eye on this. Clemson and Wake. Clemson goes up 14-0 right out of the jump here with a lot of public action there on Wake Forest. Demon Deacons closing about a seven-point underdog. Since then, though, it's been really nip and tuck. Clemson just scored to tie this game after Wake had scored 35 of the next 49 points. And as we look now at the live line, we are tied 35 up, 11-15 to go in the game. And I'm seeing Clemson at BetMGM laying three and a half live, 82 and a half now. You're in game total. I got to tell you, Ben, you're, you're right on. And something that Maul Shaw and I talked about all week, when you looked at the top five teams in the country, you can understand we, when you look at Michigan coming into today, why we kind of regard them as one of the best teams not named Ohio State, obviously in the Big Ten. But then when you look at Clemson at number five, you go, are they really a top five school in the country? And I think today, even though they got the offense on track, now the defense can't keep, keep Hartman and company off the field for Wake Forest. I think it really is more of like, who is Clemson? Who, who are they really? Do we really look at them as a player in the college football playoff? And gentlemen, we'll see how the next 11 minutes goes. But if they don't write this ship quickly and they lose today, I'm not saying it's over for them in the college football playoff, but it'd really be hard to see a one-loss ACC school like Clemson get in because you could have, if Michigan holds on, an undefeated Michigan going to the, to the shoe at the end of the year against potentially undefeated Ohio State. So it's a long way to go. But this is a huge critical 11 minutes uh, for Clemson and certainly for, Mar uh, for Michigan to hold on against Maryland, who, as you said, has been pesky. I don't know if I've ever yeah. seen a team score a touchdown three seconds into a game with two plays run. The kickoff, <laughs> which led to the fumble, which led to the touchdown yeah. inside of three seconds. That's got to be a record. So it's pretty good there, Dave. By the way, Dave, I will say this. I know you're not willing to say that it's probably done for Clemson if they lose this game. I raising my right hand and saying that I am <laughs> willing to say it is over for Clemson if they blow this game. And as I am talking, another huge play for wow. Wake Forest as they're down into Clemson territory. Look, I, going into this year, guys, I thought that this was going to be the showcase to how good D Dabo Sweeney's assistant coaches were, how good Venables was, how good Elliott was. And today, in the first real offense Clemson has played in their first four games, I think it's pretty apparent that we can say that Brett Venables might have been the mastermind yes. there in, in Death Valley, not Mr. Sweeney. I think you're right yeah, on, Jeff, Jeff because, yeah. again, this – this is a game, right, that they're missing Venables, it looks like now. Yes. If, if, you know, you get DJU on track, and now you go, well, it's not really the quarterback. If this turns out to be the defense here, Ben, I look at it and I go, well, then what's the answer for Clemson? Because, yeah, you can switch quarterbacks if you want, 
But to me, this is going to fall right on the defense if you can't stop Wake Forest here as Wake Forest is looking like they're getting back in at least field goal range as we speak. I just like that young Jeffrey Parles raises the right hand up. He's, 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 he's verbally committed to Clemson not being good, and I get it. it Lagui Ungale hasn't been the problem. I mean, not at all. 21 right. to 35, 313, and three touchdowns, but when you give up five touchdown passes to Sam Hartman on 25 pass attempts, albeit one of the better quarterbacks in the country, you realize there might be a problem going on with the defense. We'll get back to that game in a second. As, as you guys just mentioned, Wake Forest on the move right now. There are really six games in this early window we want to keep track of as we go down the shoot. The ones we just mentioned, the two biggest ones. But maybe this one should have been the primary game, the game that was not the host of college game day. Undefeated Duke, undefeated Kansas. Both teams 3-0. Kansas, your first team to cross and go over their preseason win total of 2.5. And it's been the wow. Jalen Daniels coming out party. Jeff, you backed the Jayhawks laying seven today after that number came down from Kansas laying nine. What's impressed you the most about this Jayhawk performance as they lead it here late by double digits? J Jalen Daniels should be in Heisman race. That's my biggest takeaway. He was 350 <laughs> to one yesterday at Circa. I can guarantee you, assuming Kansas doesn't blow an eight-point lead in the last 240, that Jalen Daniels is going to be significantly shorter than that when those repost uh, on Monday morning. But, Ben, this is basically what Kansas has been the whole way through. Their offense is legit, and it is because Jalen Daniels has taken a ginormous step where you could see it at the end of last year. Kansas was competitive in games last year. That Oklahoma game that they almost won, uh, the game against Texas that they did win in double overtime, uh, the last game of the year against TCU, they were competitive. So they were significantly better at the end of last year, and then the, the light switch is turned on. And when you have a guy, Ben, that you know is better than anyone who won all those national championships at the D3 level, we know Lance Leopold can coach. And we have seen that today. Even though I will say with Duke, they are also a team that's one win away from going over to preseason win total. Elko is a good offensive play caller and a good offensive coach. That team is a lot better than we thought they were going to be as well. You know, by and the Duke way, speaking of... To get this back to an eight-point game, yeah. Yep. There it is, Ben. And again, you talked about it, how the number was nine earlier in the week. Comes all the way down to seven. We talk about it all the time across the network of, of don't chase bad numbers. How about that if you're a Duke backer and you got in at seven, seven and a half instead of at oh. least the eight potentially for a push year or nine for the win? That's how important it is to shop around to try to find the best number because, again, that one-point difference or, in this case, two-point difference, Ben, as you alluded to, could make all the difference in the world depending on which side you have. No, a great lesson, especially with how quickly college football sides in total specifically move compared to the NFL. Not uncommon at all to see these massive moves on a, especially a day-by-day -day basis from the openers on Sunday afternoon. And by the time you get to Wednesday, sometimes those numbers are completely different. That game still trending to the under. That was a total of 65 or 65 and a half. But Jalen Daniels today... 19 to 23, 324 yards through the year, four touchdowns passing, 83 rushing yards, and a touchdown as well. I don't know if that is good, Jeff. I think that probably qualifies, and maybe he should be less than 350 to one. I, I don't know about that, but you were on the you were on the KU side, so you waited for that number to come down, <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and you you're at least uh, feeling a lot better than anybody who took that number early, at least on the Jayhawks side. Yeah, no, look, I, I, north of a touchdown, I thought Duke was okay, but as soon as we got back to a touchdown, again, I've watched. Kansas a lot more than, than I would like to admit so far through these first three games, but uh, that, that felt right, and they 
they're going to need a first down. They're going to have a third and 11 coming right. up uh, with two and a half to go, or else uh, Duke could crash in that back door pretty easily. And also, too, to, to see if Kansas could actually really compete against higher-level competition, they welcome Iowa State in next week to Lawrence. Iowa State's down 10 late against Baylor. So you're going to get a ticked-off team that I think is pretty good in Iowa State coming to your building. That will be a much better test for where Kansas is at than anything. Even even with Houston last week on the road, I think Iowa State's the better test. We're hey, starting early with the game, the game Dave had a lean on and did not end up betting. Baylor and Iowa State. Now, the Cyclones down 10. They do have a third and goal, about 104 to go in this spot. Total's start. already gone over the 40 and oh. a half, 44 and a half or 45 there. But to Dave, I mean, I know you, didn't, you didn't pull the trigger here on Baylor, but uh, Dave Aranda's Bears have looked really solid on the road, up by 10. They have been. I really did like them today because of the defense. But I don't know if you guys saw the controversial touchdown, the last one that Iowa State scored to make this a 10-point game. I still don't know what the officials saw. They called fumble on the field. Looked like the Iowa State ball carrier was going in for an easy score. To me, he clearly fumbles before the goal line. They review it and overturn and say touchdown. I couldn't hear because we have the sound down here at Circa, but I'm pretty yeah. sure the official said something to the effect of he should have scored if he just held on to it, so we're going to give it to the kid anyway. <laughs> that would be great rationale if that was the case, Dave. But, <laughs> I, I, again, I actually Dave, uh, I actually had the fortitude to take Baylor this morning. So, uh, oh, see, Jeff, see, see, not the smarter man. Not, not to rub salt in the wounds for you, Dave, but look, uh, look, Baylor is going to have to recover an onside kick here because Iowa State. <laughs> is going to settle for the field goal. goal. Yeah, he got it down 10 and a minute to go. You still have a timeout. The kick is very ugly, but it is good. Oh, wow. How did that go in? Uh, Because it was just short enough, Ben Wilson. Uh, (laughs) 31-24, Baylor with the lead. Uh, Those lines currently OTB right now off the board. Oh. 31-24, Baylor have to recover an onside kick. When we return, we'll get into some of the previews for the 3.30 Eastern game. Some of the other games, though, we're tracking right now. Mizzou and Auburn, for Jeff and I, our alma mater, has come back from down 14. Tie game catching 7 or 7.5 with 1.28 to go. You also have a good one between TCU and SMU. Horn Frogs have pulled ahead leading 35-21 in the fourth quarter there. We'll talk about some of the 3.30 Eastern games on the other side here on Live Bet. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. 
Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NHL season is almost here, and our hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. The VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide will be available soon with strategies and best bets for the season ahead. Get in-depth analysis from our hockey experts, including Andy McNeil, with predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, season-long trends to watch, plus three things every new NHL better should know. This this guide is a must-have with key insights and data for both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport. Give yourself an edge this season and get the VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe as we're back it's live bet saturday presented by bet mgm i'm ben wilson at mandalay bay dave ross with us from circa jeff parles at south but we've got a bunch of top games coming down to the wire we'll start with the demon deacons jeff of wake forest trying to get a stop here on on clemson leading by three wake out a field goal on their last drive but we're under five minutes to go and probably gearing up to be the best finish of this early slate with wake forest up by three 38 35. sorry sorry about the reaction on the air but kansas gets off the field and we're going to survive laying oh, the huge. seven uh, there. So that 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 was that was if you're watching on the that's screen nice. that the double fist pump. That's why we're uh, <laughs> reacting like that on the air. Uh, Wake Forest has retaken the lead on Clemson, uh, or excuse me, had retaken the lead, and Clemson just answered Tied back up. with the field goal, 38 apiece. Now Clemson is even money money line. Wake Forest minus 130. Demon Deacons have the ball though. So guys, I wouldn't do anything here. Uh, but do we trust Clemson to get any stops at this point, especially with under four to go? Four-minute offense, Dave Ross, and you win the game if you're Wake Forest. You no, know, not unless Brent Venables is walking through that door in the next four minutes, Jeff. I'm with you. I'm, I'm not trusting this defense at all today to uh, slow down Wake Forest here. It feels like last team with the ball is going to win this thing, so let's see if they can get that four-minute four minute offense that you alluded to. Uh, congrats on your Baylor Bears, Jeff, for that win. Dave Aranda, great head, no hair. Great win on the road for Baylor. Uh, and gentlemen, first of all, this show is a ton of fun uh, just hopping around with you guys. And second of all, Kansas covering that, winning by eight, so covering the seven. But, boy, if you had Duke plus nine earlier in the week, there's the value right there of getting the best number. Uh, but if you got them seven, I feel for you in this one. By the way, sweat time for you, Jeff, with Maryland, fear the turtle, 2.30 to go. They're down 15, yeah. but with the ball. No more turnovers if you're back in the Terps here with two and some change to play. 
I mean, it, it, for right now, Dave, well, first off, that's that's not Tonga Vailoa. And who, who is that playing quarterback right now for Maryland? Oh, it's, it, it, did they, they so, get rid of Tua here? So, so I, 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 I wonder if, I wonder, Billy Edwards is Yeah, in. Billy Edwards is in. I wonder if Tally, is, oh Tally, Tally got hurt uh, earlier in the Had game. But now, here's the deal, Dave. Maryland oh, is no. one. Maryland is going for it on fourth and thirteen, and they should down by fifteen points and two and two twenty-five to go. If they don't get it, they have one timeout left. We're going to need a Michigan first down, so Harbaugh will run the clock out <laughs> as opposed yeah. to blowing oh, us up God. by a point. Uh, Edwards is actually oh, completed on. Oh, they gotta, you got it, Jeff. All right, we're all right. Now we now Wait, we just Jeff, avoid Jeff gets the, the backup quarterback. The backup oh, quarterback man. for 17 what yards on fourth and 13. Ben? Also, Ben Wilson, real quick here. How about our alma mater of the University of Missouri? A huge pass down to Luther Burden uh, inside the one, and Mizzou's got goal to go in a tie game against Auburn, where fellas. This could be Sayonara Brian Harson if Mizzou ends up winning this game uh, here at the end. By the way, actually, that was uh, that was Lovett actually who made the play for Mizzou, not Burden. But uh, first and goal Wait. for Mizzou coming up against Auburn. They were a seven-point closing dog, Dave. I got to ask both you guys this. Yeah. This is a question either one of you guys can field. It's got to sting the nostrils to know that Kansas is a better football and basketball school than you guys. I mean, seriously, what's going on with Mizzou? Oh, I know. You know, Dave, it's Dave. it's pretty it's pretty funny. I'll let Jeff take this. One. Yeah, I'll take this one. So, so I my fiance is a University of Kansas graduate. Oh my! So God. it's a very complicated situation in how in the house right now. Thanksgiving must be interesting no, at your you know, place. You know, you know what? I you know what? I, I get along, and Ben and I, since we've moved out of Columbia, it's it's not the same being out of market as it is when we were in market there, obviously. But you know, it's interesting that whole region of the country, Dave. You have the two Iowa teams. You have Nebraska, who's obviously a dumpster fire. You have Mizzou. You have K-State, who just lost to Tulane. There's an argument to be made that Kansas is the best football team currently in that region of the country, which is pretty amazing. It really is, gents. I mean, I kid, but it, it is really impressive what they've done uh, to get off of a good foot. As you guys mentioned, the total was two and a half. And again, preseason, I kind of thought, you know, can you bet on Kansas football? Can you really try? Well, that would have been the easiest non-sweat that you've ever had through four weeks. Maybe with Syracuse, no by the way. Them too. You know, Syracuse now 4-0 with that ugly win last night against UVA. Those are two schools that people just didn't see anything coming for the potential bottom dweller in the ACC. And certainly Kansas, you didn't think anything of them. And gents, I mean, props to those programs for turning this thing around on a dime. Because I just don't see how you could have had the, the, the good foresight to predict this happening with those two schools in particular. Well, not only, not only that, no Dave, you, you mentioned, what about Vanderbilt? Another team that's already gone right. over their win total. Now Vanderbilt hasn't their best win right now is beating Northern Illinois last week in DeKalb. Uh, but uh, that, that's still a lot of these bad power five teams actually handling their business in non-con allowing for an opportunity for no sweat season win total overs this year, Ben. Yeah, and you think about where a lot of these teams are at. It shows, too, how the general preseason betting market is really, really soft in college football compared to a lot of other sports. Mm -hmm. if, if you have conviction on some of these teams, especially who are viewed as 
big rebuilding, traditional struggling programs, you can make a profit on, on the books being a little bit slow to adjust to some of that improved personnel. Now you have to feel really good about it preseason, but uh, those teams you guys all laid out, really good example. Um, as I look behind me, we've got the open air studio at uh, Mandalay Bay. Mizzou will be able to run the clock all the way down, take a timeout, send out Harrison Mevis for a chip shot field goal to win the game. 14 all. I have to think this is bags packing time for Brian Harson. His team wow. rushes today 44 times for 84 yards, 1.9 oh. yards per carry against a Mizzou defense outside the top 50 in defensive yards per play who was gashed in Manhattan, Kansas by a run-heavy K-State team just a couple weeks ago in a 40-12 to loss. This is a brutal loss. This likely will be for Auburn after being up 14-0, now 14 all. So while we await that a field goal coming in. I'll just get us through here a couple of the finals that have come in. Then I want to set you guys up for some of the games coming up in about the next 10 to 15 minutes. Mentioned Baylor getting it done over Iowa State. 31-24 is two and a half point outright dogs. That goes way over the 44 and a half total. Uh, Georgia really sleepwalks through a game against Kent State, but gets the job mm -hmm. done. Never close to covering the 45, but they win 39-22. That game lands right on the 61 of your closing total. Penn State also winning but failing to cover against Central Michigan. 33-14 win in Happy Valley is 28-point favorites. That game well under your 62 total. The one game it seems like Jeff was on the wrong side of. Jeff Jeff off to a great start today, but he had South Florida. Yeah, All Louisville bad. today, 41-3 as 15.5-point favorites there, well under the 63 total. KU does survive 35-27. They cover the closing number of seven over 65. And then Mississippi State and Bowling Green, your one push so far on the side. Mississippi State winning 45-14, excuse me, as 31-point favorites. That one goes over the 52 total right there. Uh, Mizzou, he missed somehow. The, he missed the kick. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Me, me, what, did, what just happened, Jeff? He Harrison he Nevis, he, arguably he, the best player on Mizzou's team. He shanks a 30-yard yeah, uh, field goal. Yeah, the, uh, the, the, the Lou Groza finalist from a year ago just shanked a 26-yard kick. I just shocking now. Now all of a sudden, Brian that was, Harson just wow. asked for an extension. It was and he also just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the voodoo working in a, a Jordan Hare. But no, look now this was over. This was going to be a seven easy no sweat getting seven and a half here now. And with the new overtime rules, with having to go for two in the second overtime, this could be uh, let's get a little wonky here for me, Ben. Ooh. This, that's we, unbelievable. Yeah, he to, missed that kick. I'm stunned too, Dave. Uh, and Ben's not Ben's not wrong there. That that was, that, he's Mevis is their best was their best player last year, and kind of stunning. He missed yeah. that kick. Hey, hey gentlemen, we might be going to before. Oh, yeah. Wow. We might be headed to overtime as well in Wake Forest and Clemson. Knotted up at, at 38. Under a minute to go in regulation. It looks like Clemson might be able to get them off the field. I think they used a timeout to try to force a punt here. So let's see if DJU can get them down in yeah. field goal range in regulation to try to win this thing. But uh, it's amazing to me there. Finally, the Clemson defense steps up. We talked about that four-minute offense. But they finally showed themselves and might be able to save a potential huge upset here at Wake Forest. And Maryland looks like for you, Jeff, they're, they're under a minute to go in regulation. And they are deep in Maryland territory here, down 15. So barring a disastrous, you know what, I won't even say it. 
It looks like they yeah, should they be able scored. to cover so the 17 you're, and a half. You're half. good, Dave. <laughs> okay. They, they, they just scored, so it's a nine-point game, and now they will line up uh, for two there. Real quick before we hit a break, I'll set you up, Jeff, on this um, one game here. We'll get sure. Dave's favorite play for the afternoon slate. Jeff, what are you riding with here in the 330 window? 330 window. We took uh, three with Michigan State against Minnesota. I think mm. a little bit too big of an overreaction to what Michigan State did last week against Washington. I don't care that Minnesota beat Colorado by a billion. Colorado is awful. Don't care about that. So I'll take the three at home with a team that I still think is quite good in Michigan State. Uh, we uh, we also took San Diego State outright against Toledo. Uh, that's a hold your nose one. We we'll fade the Mac, whatever. And then Florida up to 11. I took 11 with the Gators on the road in Neyland today against Tennessee. This is Live Bet Saturday on v the sports betting network. Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VEASAN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests 24-7 video. Season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides, covering every game all season long. Pro tools like our exclusive betting splits and pro tips, updated every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game. Sign up on our discounted football special and get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175. Or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. As we're back on Live Bet Saturday, presented by BetMGM, I'm Ben Wilson from Mandalay Bay. One play for me on a game about to start, and then we'll kick it over to uh, Jeff and Dave because we have a couple games here coming down to the wire, one in overtime, one potentially getting there in Clemson and Wake Forest. I did take the seven guys with James Madison. I realize this is probably the situational spot of the season, fading App State off of their dramatic Hail Mary win in Boone last week on game day against Troy and James Madison I saw this from Bill Connolly with the ESPN SP plus rankings James Madison would be the number one team in the country through their two games if you took out any of the baked in preseason formula onto a James Madison team into FBS for the first time this year this will close six and a half it opened as high as nine in some spots eight market wide I grabbed it at seven yesterday now down to six and a half but really like a James Madison team that absolutely destroyed Middle Tennessee to open the year as four and a half point dogs Middle Tennessee then went to Colorado State and won outright as two touchdown underdogs last week. So it's not just a fate of App State in a tough situational spot. I'm a real believer in James Madison and Todd Santeo, their quarterback, 33 of 50, nine touchdowns, nary an interception in the first two weeks. You riding with me, Jeff, on that uh, play here today, taking the seven with the Dukes? Uh, that was a game that I didn't even approach my radar today, Ben. So, but <laughs> okay. but, but you know it, you know There's it's it, you know it's interesting because we've seen some of these teams come up from FCS to FBS and be terrible. But James Madison is one of those programs everyone knows. North Dakota State's a power at F- F- FCS. Mm-hmm. James Madison's almost as good as them over the last decade. So I'm not surprised that the Dukes have been able to push up and. Again, Middle Tennessee, I don't think they're any good, but they destroyed them. They destroyed Norfolk two weeks ago. But it's a great spot to fade App State off that miracle last week against Troy. That's for darn sure. I actually, you know, I have a little bit of a bone to pick with James Madison because I, my academics weren't good enough to get in there, so I had to go to VCU. Uh-oh. But that notwithstanding, <laughs> the Dukes, you're right, Jeff. They've been good for a long time uh, and certainly now moving up Division One. I, I think, Ben, you got a really good number there at seven still. The, the money kind of shows uh, how the, the, the Sharps feel about it, that this is the right spot to back the Dukes. I think you're right on the right side there. That miracle win for App State a week, a week ago. Mm-hmm. If I were to play it, 
I would hold my nose and back the Dukes, even though they kept me out of their fine institution. One other thing, Mizzou is trying to give this one away, boys. They've done everything Auburn. in their power, Dave Ross. I'm, what are they doing? They jump off sides on a missed field goal by Auburn in overtime. So Auburn then re-kicks it. They get it to go. So now Mizzou's got, boy, if they don't hold out, figure out a way to get a touchdown in this drive and win it, I mean, this would be one that got away for Mizzou if they can't figure this out well, down three here and over. Well, not only that, it probably saves Brian Harson's job for a week. Uh, but well, it's irrelevant anyway because that's a Mizzou. Takes, oh, boy. Right, he puts it in his yard and takes it right out when Mizzou Wait, screws us oh. up. I think Mizzou just lost on a fumble as, he, as the runner was going in. I thought that was a no. touchdown. Ben, I can't. I, they're going to oh. say it's a touchback so, and Auburn oh, they're wins. Touchback. Wow, that's, a, that's an amazing off, way to lose a game. Missed a 26-yard field goal, losing fumble going in to win the game. At least my cover gets home. Thank goodness, Frank. I'm not blowing (laughs) the cover. Welcome to to the last decade of fandom for for Jeffrey and I as as Missouri alums. Let's see what the ruling is. They're going to say touchback on the field. Okay, Definitely, let's see, boys. Let's, let's see. see. Does the foot go out to save him? I can't tell from that angle. That's a touchdown. You can't tell 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 from the angle you just saw, Dave. They have to go to review. I, it, I think it's – They got to review it. Dave, Dave, for what it's worth, I thought it was a touchdown live. I thought it was a touchdown right. live. But yeah, I it, can't, he, from the angle they just gave us, you have no idea if he was he in or not. From that, angle, from that angle, it looks like a touchdown, the side angle to me. That is really close. I don't think you're going to be able to overturn that, though. Wow, well, here's a, the thing. What a he brutal the loss. No, he drops the football. I mean, he, he literally he, drops the football yeah. as he's trying to reach for the goal line. So, you know, this is like an epidemic now. Uh, well, started, I, that, that I don't know was, if it started with. Dave, this is, a little yeah. different. this is a little different than Byron Murphy last week where he just fired the ball when he was clearly scoring. He's wow. trying to score. Like, he's reaching the ball out to go score, and the ball just, just, just fell yeah. out of his hand. I, I don't think well, you can possibly overturn that. No, and I'm not blaming the coaching staff for this, but it's an epidemic, not only in college, but in pro football too. What's the number one thing that coaches teach you? Ball security as a runner. And now because people see that, that end zone, what do they do? They give up tenant number one of ball security. If he just tucks it, he might not score, but you got first and goal at the inch yard line to win the damn game. And now people see pay dirt. And they extend the ball, and this is leading to more and more unnecessary turnovers on both levels. Man, if you have Mizzou money line, yeah, and that's this a brutal is the way one. you go down. Oh, what <laughs> oh. a dagger! Yeah, oh. that's a brutal one. That was a plus two forty-five you know, too. Oh. Yeah, given that the call on the field was a fumble and a touchback again, this was Nate Pete, the running back, going into the end zone. All the looks I've seen, I don't know how they overturn this. Even if I agree with right. what you said, Jeff, in real time, looked like a touchdown. I don't see how they're overturning this, and yeah. it looks like Auburn Confirmed. will survive. Keep in mind what Dave mentioned. Second time in this game where Mizzou went offsides on a field goal, gave oh. gave Carlson, one of the better kickers in the SEC, another chance. He actually missed a 45-yarder in the first half after Mizzou had already gone offside. Here, he's able to hit the field goal on the second chance, and it is official. It's over. Fumble, touchback in the end zone. Auburn survives 17-14. Mizzou gets the money as a seven-point dog, well under any of the totals out there, which ended up closing 51. Oh, man. Well, yet another chapter. (laughs) All right, all right. Do we get to to bet against uh, Auburn next week, Ben? We get to bet against Auburn next week. That's the one positive out of this. (laughs) We get to bet against Brian Arson next week at LSU. Or hosting LSU, Jeremy. I should say. Oh. 
You know what's so crazy about watching Auburn for football, which, by the way, I would never advise if you have any other alternatives on a Saturday, but they came within a kid running out of bounds, Tank Bigsby, last year in, in the Iron Bowl from beating Alabama. So think about from the way that season ended last year for, Alabama, for Auburn to where this program is today, it is unbelievable how the mighty have fallen uh, down there at the plane. So I, I cannot believe they survived that football game. I would have loved to have seen the live number before uh, Mizzou was lining up for that chippy field goal at the end of regulation because what a turn of events for Auburn to somehow survive this and win by three in an ugly game in overtime. No question. In the meantime, another game that just went final. Jeff, you get a cover as well with your big dog in Maryland. There we go. 17, 17 and a half point closing favorites, depending on the book. But they get there, even though reports that quarterback Talia Tagavaloa had a rib injury suffered in this game. He ends up leaving, did throw another late interception before his backup comes in. And give credit, too, to Billy Edwards Jr. Comes in, leads a touchdown drive. Maryland had fourth and 13 in their own territory. Was able to get a touchdown and a two-point conversion as Maryland got it from 15 down to 7. Michigan wins, though, in their first real test of the year, 34-27. Though That game, though, does stay under your 65 to 65 and a half total. Uh, the cheers behind me are for Wake Forest. Wake on the first possession yes. overtime is into the end zone. So it's 44-38, waiting to see what happens there. And we were having the debate off air. There was a fourth and five for Wake at the Clemson 48 with Clemson taking all their timeouts to try to get the ball back at the end of regulation. Dave, you thought Wake should have punted. Jeff, you wanted them to go for it. Dave Clawson elects to punt, basically conceding the chance to win in regulation. Goes to overtime, and so far it's worked out because he gets the big touchdown from Sam Hartman right away. So far, so good. Also, I think the cheers could have been for Texas as well, Ben Wilson, oh. as they score on their opening drive. There's a lot of cheers. By uh, so 7 nothing Longhorns who closed... Uh, they ended up closing seven uh, on the road in Lubbock today against Texas Tech. I, I almost laid it with Texas. I just didn't want to. I didn't want to spend my afternoon having to get Texas home as a touchdown road on a road favorite there, Dave Ross. Uh, I don't think you and, can. Uh, yeah. I don't think you can blame me on the quality of life thing there. No, not at all. By the way, live <laughs> number now is up to ten uh, for Hookem in that one seven nothing over T Tech here. But you know, we talked about that Wake Forest game, and, and Jeff, I understand where you were coming from because mm -hmm. you're like, well. Let's just go ahead and take the shot with Sam Hartman, who just threw, by the way, a Wake Forest record sixth touchdown pass of the day. So he's having a day. So I can understand where you're coming from with your, with your quarterback being that hot. But my rationale was punt it deep. They pinned him deep. Clemson chose to go to OT because they were stuck way down inside there about their 15. And I just trust Wake Forest's offense more than I do Clemson's defense right now. So if you're playing me straight up at home in overtime with who I think the better team is, that was my rationale for punting yeah. there for Wake Forest up seven right now in overtime. You know, Dave, you know, so Dave, far right Dave, now, and as Clemson gets the ball back here, Dave, Dave, there's that's one of the circumstances where the punt, even though I'd rather have seen them go for it, the punt makes sense. Clemson was out of timeouts. You figured Sweeney was going right. to be on it, and that's exactly what he did. Hey, meanwhile, James Madison, speaking of going for it, fourth and seven in App State territory. They go for it, and they pick it up. Let's go, Dukes, even though you didn't let our guy Dave Ross into your prestigious university. We have more updates still to come. A halftime line in UCLA and Colorado might be an in-game angle here with UCLA struggling a bit on the road against the Buffs. That's next year on Live Bet Saturday. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
As we're back wrapping up our first hour of three on the show, I'm Ben Wilson from Mandalay Bay. We're all across Las Vegas, though. Dave Ross from Circa, Jeff Parles from South Point. We don't want to neglect our pro tips of the hour. We were talking about this earlier, our VEASAN pro tip for this hour. Looking at underdogs who get off to slow starts early, especially on fluke plays, i.e. in the uh, what we saw in the Michigan-Maryland game where you give up a, mm-hmm. a fumble on the opening kickoff and a touchdown one play in. Those teams, if you have pregame conviction, can represent really good value in-game. The dog that gets off to a slow start because of a random fluke-type play early. We've seen a bunch of those cash today, guys. I mean, you just run down the list. Maryland cashes after getting off to a horrible start. Mizzou cashes, even though they don't win outright, after getting off to a horrible start. Those are just a couple of some of these dogs that really struggled out of the gates. Wake Forest, another example, down 14 rock out of the chute. And speaking of that game, uh, Dave, we're, we're heading to double overtime oh. there, and now um, Clemson has scored again, going for two up 51-45. Required to go and for two, remember, guys. It, exactly. Yes. They have to go for two, and I'm just I hope they don't Knocked get it. They didn't get the it. Line. Wow. Because here's the thing. If now it's a six-point game, that, to- that number closed seven and a half. If you had Wake Forest getting seven and a half, and then the rule says you have to go for two, and had they gotten it, could you imagine losing that way? So we're not, we're not sure how this is going to play out, but obviously Wake Forest now is in four-down territory where they have to at least go for the, the tying six. But again, they, they, they have to go for two, so this thing's a long way from being decided right here. But man, if you're a Wake Forest backer, you just had your heart and your throats there going, you've got to be kidding me now that yep. they're forcing him to go for two with that number at seven and a half. Well, not only that, Jeff, they, uh, any live numbers you're seeing there uh, with Wake getting the ball here? Plus 115 on Wake. Wow. I mean, do you really trust Clemson to stop Wake Forest at work? Now, obviously, it comes, you can't kick an extra point. You'd still have to go for the two, but. Right. Does it doesn't seem like a, a, the worst number you could possibly take if you're willing to gamble here. That's what all these in-game bets are. It's really just gambling at this point with how late we are in the game, but. I'm not convinced that Clemson's getting a stop. I got to be honest with you guys. I'm with you, Ben. I'll tell you this. If you're a Wake Forest backer, you've never rooted harder for Clemson's defense, right? Like just, just get a stop. And then I don't have to sweat this out of going to another overtime, obviously where you have to keep going for two. And then eventually you would just have two point conversions. So I think if you're really being honest with yourself, if you're a Wake Forest backer, you're rooting for Clemson at this stage, which is a bizarre juxtaposition. I mean, Dave, you're kind of you're just rooting for don't throw a pick six. That's the only right. thing that gets – that's legitimately yeah. – a defensive touchdown is the only thing that torpedoes Wake. Because if they go to the third right. overtime, like you said, we get the absurdity of the two-point shootout, you can't lose. You legitimately cannot lose if you don't throw a pick six or have a scoop and score the other way here. So, yeah, you're just – you're trying to avoid disaster. Do we like that so rule they're have a of the down now? To pick up. Fourth right, and six coming. Fourth and four. Yeah. Fourth, like and, fourth and six. I, Dave, fourth you were about six, to ask, yeah. do we like that two point shootout rule? If I have an underdog, I love that two point shootout rule. That's all I'll tell you. <laughs> Depends which there side you, you have. Well, very di- yeah. diplomatic this, answer gents. there for, about, for yeah. <laughs> uh, Here's the thing, though: is did they switch the rule so the kids could get back to school? Like, what, do they have classes? No, like, they what sw- kind they of novelty Steve, act is this? They switched the rule as Hardman goes in zone and gets uh, knocked away. So Clemson's going to survive Game at over. 51-45. Wake covers as a wow. seven-and-a-half-point underdog, but comes up just shy in double overtime. Uh, that rule, Dave, is solely because they just don't want kids taking as many hits. That's all it is. Yeah. It's just less plays. You're right. Yeah. They got to get to Algebra yeah. 2 trig as quickly as possible. Dave, did yeah. you did you do well Four in Algebra hits, 2 trig? 
Uh, you, know, you already know the answer to, to that question, <laughs> Jeff. You know the answer. I was going to say. If we need to go down that path, Jeff, do we really have to? A final score, 51-45. Clemson survives to go to 4-0 on the season. Any any number you had on the total, goes without saying, goes over. That was a 58 closer there. 7.5. Clemson wow. does not cover that number. Wake Forest does get there. I want to take a couple minutes, guys, while we're at the half of UCLA, Colorado. Potential here for a bet. Unfortunately for mm. us in Nevada, there's really no in-game lines being offered since this game is on Pac-12 Network, not widely available to being watched. However, UCLA got up big in this game right out of the chute, 21-3. UCLA, who took the money, they were laying in this game 22 or 21 and a half at close, 57 total. But Colorado, who switched to a new quarterback this week, was able to command the time of possession. Owen McCown, the new quarterback, 12 of 21, 145 yards. But... UCLA dominating the box score, Jeff, 301 to 182 in total yards. They're, they're averaging over 10 yards per play, and yet Colorado had the ball for nearly nine, for nearly eight more minutes than the Bruins did in the first half. Just a 21-10 game, and you're seeing UCLA lay 11 right now for the second half, 28 a total. I have to be honest with you, I was looking for an in-game team total for the second half here on UCLA, since if you think about the math, uh, 28 to 11, so that's going to correlate out there. To, uh, to about a, about an 18 or so, 18 and a half, 19 on UCLA. To me, they score three, three touchdowns in the second half relatively comfortably, given that I'd imagine that time of possession gap does even up considerably in the second half. And Dorian Thompson-Robinson and UCLA have had no problem moving the ball on Colorado so far there at Folsom Field. How about 9.7 yards of play there, Ben? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean that's, that's pretty good. We we look. We've had the discussion with Colorado already. You kind of feel bad for what that program has become because they're terrible. They're the worst Power Five. It's not even close. Uh, remember, in week two it was a no brainer to, to lay Air Force north of seventeen against them. So uh, it's just a really bad situation there in Boulder, and it's a shame because that is. It's, that that is a, a a school that should have a reasonable football program, and it does not right now. Yeah, I'm looking at the live numbers here, gentlemen. I'm seeing the would be yeah, the, uh, yeah, exactly yeah. right. That's what I got here too, Ben. And the total of 59. And I'm with you guys. Shout out to our own Mike Pritchard, who said at the beginning of the year, "Look, his alma mater. You know, it's not the glory days of Pritch and and you know, see you winning a national no, championship." Cordell back Stewart in the early not walking 90s. through that door, Dave. Absolutely not. Or Michael Westbrook on the other side with that immaculate reception. So these are, these are rough days for the Buffaloes there. I mean, I don't know how else with the numbers you guys just gave, how you wouldn't play UCLA in the second half, but it still is chip Kelly. Look, you know, UCLA is the, the school out West. I think everybody's forgotten a little bit, you know, with, with the PAC 12 and all the changes. And it feels like USC has just garnered all the headlines, but you know, we'll wait till they get some more resistance, but if we're being honest, I think Chip Kelly's done a, a pretty good job at at least restoring, I don't know what you want to call the restoration there in Westwood, but at least they're a legitimate D1 Pac-12 school. It might not be saying a whole lot, but I almost think they get under, undersold there in L.A. because everybody now is talking about SC. I think that's totally fair, yeah, and at least – we, we've seen some of the ups and downs early for Kelly in his first few years, but there's you could tell the pendulum has started to turn the other way with that yes. team. And it's as well, when you have a guy in Dorian Thompson-Robinson who is such a good dual-threat guy who's been so efficient, I, I look at his numbers so far today, 13 to 1,674 yards and a touchdown. 
I add in the general desire to fade this Colorado team that is every point you guys just laid out. Have, we don't need to hammer it even more because it's been a brutal stretch <laughs> for any, anybody, uh, anybody affiliated with that Colorado program. So even though I'm not able to bet this in our Nevada jurisdiction, over 19.5 on the team total probably would be a bet in my account. If I had access to that specific line, uh, they're about to kick off in the second half, but that would be the play for me, at least for that uh, second half number. I just wanted to get a couple updates as well, guys, on games that have gone final. While we were, while we were watching the, the chaos going down between the Demon Deacons and Tigers of Clemson, TCU survives. They hang on, and this was a, a game that had a lot of early week line movement. TCU from around to pick them to laying two and a half on the road. Sonny Dykes, the former SMU coach, first-year head coach for the Horned Frogs in TCU, going back to Dallas, taking on SMU. And TCU wins at 42-34, laying two and a half in the end here on the road and a 71 and a half total that goes pretty comfortably over pretty impressive showing for TCU and Jeff I know you've been impressed with Sonny Dykes in his first year there yeah no they look that offense is very good there's no arguing that and again survival there and uh, survival as well for the total because this thing slowed way <laughs> down and still ended up yeah. getting over the, the ginormous number of 71 and a half uh, oh, TC we're going to really know what TCU is these next few weeks because the next Three games. They host Oklahoma. They go on the road to Lawrence to play upstart Kansas. And then they play Oklahoma State. We're going to find out what this TCU team really is these next three weeks. And well, speaking of the Texas teams, two of those other teams in the conference underway right now. Texas Tech just answered, went down early 7-0 to Texas. But they've tied it up seven apiece. Longhorns laying seven live. That was by and large your pregame number going off in that one. Texas and Texas Tech. 7-7. Seven, seven. Another update to give you as we get into the late afternoon games here on Live Bet Saturday. Fumble in Knoxville, Florida, hanging with the Vols early. Nothing, nothing game. We'll give you the live line there as we return. Hour number two starts next on Live Bet Saturday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.